0: The drive score. The Bruins knock out Montreal. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski, and joining me here today once again, Connor DiBiase. Connor. Welcome back to the program. Good to be back. Yeah. So Connor, today we're talking about Derek Carr. Obviously Derek Carr was just benched by Josh McDaniels for Jarrett Stidham. Um, Jarrett Stidham has never made a start in his career. The argument, or at least the reasoning that Josh McDaniels gave Connor was he wants to try out some of the, the younger talent on the roster. Do you buy that? A weird point. Uh, I, it's, it's weird. Uh, I think it's pretty clearly
1: a play just to keep Derek Car's physicals healthy and fine. Uh, I still think there's a chance Derekar plays for the seed next year. I don't know how likely it is, but there's definitely a chance, but it's just making sure they have an option to get off of them get off of him if they want to. Um, right. Because if he gets hurt and maybe uh, he can't clear a physical after these two weeks when you're already out of the playoffs, uh, then you can't uh, get off, uh, have your out that you're supposed to have after the season. Uh, so it's just a precaution. Uh, I, I don't think it matters. I don't think I was necessarily going by it either uh, because you're not going to make the playoffs, uh, obviously there's a chance of him to get cut, which I'm sure he's not happy about. Uh, But there's certainly avenues to go down
0: and have a job next year, for sure. Right, and and it's not like he's had a a very good season as well. Like, this has been, you know, arguably one of his his worst seasons um, recently. But, I mean, he leads the league currently in interceptions. I mean, obviously, that will probably change, given the fact that he's not playing these next two games. Um, yeah, I mean it's just it's not been a good year for the team. He's not particularly had a good year. His completion percentage is down eight percent from last year, which is a huge drop. Yeah.
1: Because his whole career he's he's been one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, and maybe it's a matter of Josh McDaniels play calling, maybe it's a matter of forcing the ball to Devontae Adams too much. But this is a guy who I mean, you still see the deep ball actually, maybe the best in the whole league. Um
0: but he actually as a whole has just gone downhill this year. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've never been a Derek Carr fan. My, my, my characterization of him has always been he's the best quarterback in the league who will never win anything. And what I mean by that is I think he's good. I just don't think he's ever going to be good enough. I always think there's going to be a, a couple – a few guys – probably more that are that I would take over him. I mean I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I think you can do much worse than Derek Carr in the NFL. But I, I just to me, I feel like he comes up short quite often. I just I don't know. To me, I'm not a Derek Carr fan. And I think, you know, this season definitely supported some of those narratives. I know, you know, in our preseason, I believe I had what, the Raiders finishing last in the division. Uh I didn't really Think that the Denver Broncos would be just this god awful, but you know, I mean, I was pretty close with that one. Um, but I have to say, I mean, you know, Carr throughout his career has never been a guy who's jumping off the page statistically at you, and I think with that as well, um, you know, he's never been, I at least I would say, elite, but. Connor, you you mentioned the deep ball. You know what didn't work about the Raiders' offense this season?
1: I really think it was um, early on in the season they did not get the run game going, and then you saw Josh Jacobs kind of explosion towards the, the later half of the year when they actually started to gain momentum. But the biggest thing I think was uh, it, they forced the ball too much to Devontae, um, and, and obviously for a while they went through while they were hurt, but even at the beginning of the year with them healthy, uh um, the target share was ridiculous. You you have two guys that are uh Pro Bowlers last year in in Hunter Renfro, who was one of your best short yard, like third and starting to go receivers in the league uh, really maximized the use of the China route last year uh, you have David Waller who cemented himself as one of the best tight ends over the past couple years uh, and you don't kind of go into usage with them uh, it's really interesting to see um, he's yeah he's always been a, not incredible in the red zone his whole career it's definitely been a struggle uh the the touchdowns, the interceptions, but he's always had high completion percentages. Um but it usually
0: uh right. I mean, the okay. amount
1: of passing yards
0: usually at least four thousand. Right. I mean he's he's uh, been before this year he was a four thousand yard passer since twenty eighteen. So he had he had four consecutive seasons of, of four thousand yard passing. So I mean he's always been pretty consistent too. Like you really like basically he you really don't see a lot of variation in his numbers between really, like, basically the beginning of his career, he, he's throwing yeah, may, a couple times in the teens, in, in interceptions, but but quite frequently, you know, in the in you know, 10 or less, uh, maybe 11 or 12. Um, and he throws, he's never thrown, well, he's, in one time in his career, he's thrown more than 30 touchdowns, and that was in 2015. So, like, again, to me, he's never been a guy who's, like, like, uh, somehow he was third in MVP voting in 2016, um, which, I mean, didn't throw for 4,000 yards, completed 63% of his passes, threw 20 touchdowns. Like wasn't a very good season for him. It was good, it just wasn't, you know, great.
1: One of the most interesting stats uh, is that even with him being benched the last two games, he did get over 300 uh, completions. So him and Peyton Manning still the only QBs to have over eight seasons of 300 completions or something along the lines of first eight seasons, whatever it is. Uh, and I think Manning did it for, well, until he had that season that he missed due to injury. Right. Uh, he had it for his first like 10 seasons or he was what, 98 draft? So probably like 12 seasons. Right. Uh, so it be interesting, even, even with being benched a couple games, Derek, I still, you see the accuracies there, uh, the ability right. to get the ball out. Uh, I don't think, I, personally, I don't think any QB will
0: succeed under a Josh McDaniel system. Uh, hey man, I'm with you on that. QB play. Right. Um, now let me ask you, how much of the Raiders problems are on Derek Carr and how much of the Raiders problems are on the Raiders?
1: That's been, that's been the debate for years, uh, it is the Raiders for for his whole career. Uh, the defense has always been bottom five. Mm-hmm. The O-line has always been bottom 10. Um, he's not had the receiving threats. Uh, initially, they kind of felt like they put it together. They traded for Rakia Sin. They signed Chandler Jones, traded for Devontae Adams. It felt like this is your season to truly compete. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just came up destroyed. Uh, so it's really interesting whether you blame that on Co, how he didn't come up when he finally had the pieces around him or is it still the greatest thing right. uh, michael michael uh, this is calling out you but the, nearly all this season you talk about the Co cousins comebacks in late games right uh due to his like poor defense and and poor line and all. that is what Co has done for the past five
0: seasons no and, and actually so actually i've been very so i was looking at Carr's numbers today because i was i we actually connor and i literally discussed this podcast i think maybe two hours ago. So I was actually looking at his numbers before that. I was putting some stuff out on Twitter and I was surprised in 2016, he had seven game winning drives last year. He had six the year before that five, he has three this year, but they played. you know, the Raiders have played a lot of one score games, which I think kind of tells me this. I, I, it's hard for me to kind of characterize Derek Carr at this point, because on one hand, this season, I mean, he's definitely played the team out of some games that, the Pittsburgh game—I don't know how the Raiders don't win that game. Uh, it, it came down to Derek Carr making three bad mistakes, and, and literally the game was 13 to 10. I mean, the Raiders should have won that game. But then there are other times where I'm like, well, I mean, Derek Carr's had a good game. I, I don't know what you want me to say. The defense just isn't very good. It—it's the Raiders to me are a very weird team, and I—I I don't know if again, I, I feel like there has been there have been games this season where I'm like, wow, you know, Derek Carr played pretty well. I think there have been instances of the season where he's done, like, he's played well, but I feel like there have also been instances, right, where I'm like, you know, I mean, like, it is a little bit of inconsistency there from him, which is, which is weird. I just... Um,
1: I really can't see there ever being success from this organization right. with the current, with, I mean,
0: Mayock still there, really. Uh, well, now he's gone, but but with
1: Mayock having some of the worst drafts ever, uh, <laughs> ever, uh, with the I mean, even now, I don't love Siegler, uh, another Patriots guy. That I mean, it was <laughs> was he really ever the GM there? It's tough to say, right? I mean, some. He was a scouting guy, kind of, but it felt like he was unqualified for this job in a lot of ways. Uh, and then him just hiring a guy from his former organization, not really having a good look. You had a you had a guy in this in the uh, in the team in the locker room that all the guys were getting around towards the end of last year.
0: Uh, in in Rick Passacia, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and you kind
1: of just throw that away—the momentum they made for a completely new system on a guy who's failed tremendously twice as a head coach beforehand. Yep, yep. No, I mean, um, it, it feels like it, just the organization <laughs> is not a winning organization.
0: Yeah, and and, and I'm gonna kind of hit on that point. Like, I think the Raiders for so long have been one of one of the, if not the worst run franchise in the NFL. Uh, there are bad badly run franchises the Browns, um Jackson. Texans, Jacksonville for a very long time. It seems like you know, they may be turning a corner here. I mean, we'll we'll see the Detroit Lions. Um just an a few. But it seems like with the Raiders the difference is, is they have success but they're just very badly run. And they have talented players but they just they screw it up and you know, I'll be interested to see. I I don't hate Derek Carr again. I I don't think he'll be a Raider next season. I I just I don't know. I mean, maybe he will be. It's hard to tell. Like, are you going to give Josh McDaniels a rookie quarterback? Like, I don't know. I mean, Jared Sittam might be might be terrible. It's very possible he's terrible. I he, I know he. <laughs> listen very he's Listen, I know he's bad. It's just is he, how bad is he? That's the question. Um I, mean, I wish we got to see a Titans raiders game this or next weekend. I want to see Joshua Dobbs. Dobbs versus, versus Jared Siddham. That would be Jared hilarious. Sittum. Um but no, I really I really wanna know because are they gonna give Josh Daniels like a rookie quarterback and, and go through that mess? Are they gonna try it's very much that they go Quarterback, I think you get a guy. You, your team is not built for the future, right? I mean, are they going to go after like potentially like an Aaron Rodgers? I, I it's even like it's so weird. Yeah. Like they're they're kind of in a very weird spot because it feels like to me. I think if they keep Derek Carr, they're not going to win. They're not going to win a Super Bowl, and at the end of the day, I think that's what really matters. Like I could say, well, they're not going to win an an AFC playoff game. Which is probably true. But at the end of the day, I mean they could win one, but they're not gonna win a Super Bowl, I don't think, with Derek Carr. And I'm not gonna say put it in writing, you know, whatever. But like I'm I'm fairly confident that next year, if they have Derek Carr at the helm, this team is not gonna be winning a super bowl. Because I think in their division, you know
1: Well, I think that I think Derek Carr can be a Super Bowl winning quarterback.
0: I I just I think think he can be, but I don't think it's this situation. I think I, you know, it's hard to tell. I think that it depends on the year. Again, Derek Carr, you know. Also, Go ahead.
1: You find you finally had a good defense last year. And, yes, you signed Chandler Jones, who I think it's vastly overrated. Uh, you got rid of your best defensive player of last year, Gattuck Ngakwe, and replaced him with a worse Chandler Jones. Um, and Rakia Sin, who hasn't been incredible in the secondary uh, and also had some injury concerns, but... Uh, it's like you took what you had last year and, and thought you could make it better by spending more, um, but really you got rid of your best, best player. And, and the defense, which looked like the whole reason the team had a lot of success because the defense wasn't bottom five last year, Right. that
0: just goes backwards. Again, very weird situation. And, you know, again, the question's always – the debate is always with Derek Carr. You know, how, much, how much does he shoulder the blame? And I think this year, it's interesting. Because, again, they've played a lot of one-score games. You look at the Raiders this season, Connor, how many times are we talking about the Raiders losing a one-score game? Right? Yeah, you, could, you could see the Raiders
1: and the Vikings' scores flipped right. based on how outcomes come at the uh, record flip based on how close the right?
0: And, and I agree.
1: And, and, yeah, it's just such a weird situation.
0: Like, Like, there are games you point to, like, the Raiders, obviously, this past, you know, most recent game against the Steelers blew that one. They lost by one to the – game. Yeah, they lost to the Rams. They lost to the Colts by five. They lost to the Jaguars by seven. They lost to the Chiefs by one. Um, They lost to the, Card- the Cardinals by six, Chargers by five. Like, it feels to me – again – and you look at the game, and I just, I don't know. I feel like there are definitely opportunities for Derek Carr to have, like, one games. Again, against the Steelers, like, it's a very winnable game, very winnable situation. You're up by 10 going into the fourth quarter or up by 7 going into the fourth quarter. He throws some very untimely picks. I, I think... So, on,
1: on the point of that, you look at their season, um, and week one he had a bad week against the Chargers, but he threw, like on average, 0. 0.25 picks a game through two-thirds of the season. It's just the past five weeks where they've already kind of somewhat eliminated themselves in the playoffs, but not really, and had to kind of throw the ball a crap on and everything happening. And, and that's when you see it kind of collapse. I, I, wouldn't, I would not expect him to be an interception leader uh, on this season. I was surprised when you said that, because through November 20th, uh, he was throwing less than one a game
0: yeah I know it's so it's just it's so weird like this I mean the year in itself with the NFL this has been one of the weirdest years that I can remember it seems like to me you know in past years right we would always have like a very a couple very good teams like at the top that we're very confident in almost every football team sucks this year yeah you can you can look at every team and you can say you know, wow, like they've had a few games where they were just not a good team. I mean, look at the Vikings, man. The Vikings have lost three games, but the three games that they've lost this season have been blowouts. They live yeah.
1: they've, yeah. they've got think an, they a contender.
0: Yeah. They they've like got Cowboys game you like. Cool. Yeah, you look at that. If you want, if you watch that Vikings Cowboys game, you would be saying, Well, listen, Vikings are not a playoff contender. And by the way, that's why the season's been so topsy turvy. It's like, how are the Steelers seven and eight and able to make the playoffs? Like, weren't they just horrible like three weeks ago? It's in one of those seasons where they'll it- say they're a bad team. And they are. I, I just go out of limit and say, yeah, the Steelers, they're a bad team. Uh- but they've won seven games this year, which is crazy. Weird. And-, and so it's been one of those weird years. I, I mean, it- it- if I'm the Raiders GM, like. I mean, is it, who are the quarterbacks you could go after? Like, does Jimmy G make the situation better? Probably not. I, w- I wouldn't...
1: He's not a better quarterback than Derek
0: Yeah, I mean, if you could get Aaron Rodgers, I mean, maybe, I right?
1: Think they're looking at, I think they're definitely looking at Brady, matching him with an old system.
0: Yeah, I just, I don't think Brady um, wants to go to Vegas, though. And, and cause well, that, was the, that was the Brady quote from last
1: year, or a couple of years ago, where he's like, you stuck with that, motherfucker? And were they talking about the Raiders?
0: I thought he was talking about the Niners. I thought he was talking about Jimmy G. But, I mean, maybe. Again, I don't think he wants to go to Las Vegas because he sees the dysfunction. It's a very dysfunctional organization. I don't know if he wants to, like, tie himself to that at 46.
1: I, I don't know. I mean... a dysfunctional organization that he might be able to get some equity in the ownership
0: from. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Like... Personally, I see it this way. I, 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 think, I probably see Derek Carr. Honestly, I think he's probably a Raider next season. Because I, they're not gonna even if they draft a guy. I don't think that like the Raiders are not in a in a position where they're ready to blow things up. You know what I'm saying? Like they just got Devontae Adams. They're not. They're not trying to do anything crazy. They're not trying to reset. They're trying to retool. Yeah, like but Derek, uh, d- d- despite his contract.
1: Being like uh, money wise, like at the time he signed it, one of the richest contracts in football. It is very team friendly. He has a ton of outs. He has a ton of like cap cutting and, and such
0: that gives him multiple outs if they don't want to run with him. Um, yeah, I mean, I again, but who? Like it, it is super
1: team friendly for not even the first year of him making thirty plus
0: mil. He's still on like seventeen this year for to already being out. Right. I mean, the question is, again, who do you replace Derek Carr with? Because as I was saying, I think he's an above average quarterback. But like, like okay, Aaron Rodgers is better than Derek Carr, right? But if you bring Aaron Rodgers to Las Vegas, he has to learn a whole new system. He's in a whole new place with whole new players. Like, that definitely has an impact, right? That definitely is, is an impact. You keep Derek Carr give him another off season to work with Josh McDaniel's playbook. he give him another off season with Honor Renfro, Darren Waller, like all these guys. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, I mean, there aren't that many quarterbacks available that I think are better than Derek Carr. But again, like, it's how confident are you in him? And I think, honestly, I, here's, here's what I think is going to happen. I think Derek Carr will be a Raider next year. But I feel like we're probably going to get a, a similar a similar replay of this year. I don't think that they're going to be a team that's going to be winning all of these games because, again, when we look at this year, I think when we re- look at this year in, at the NFL, you know, five or ten years down the road, Connor, we're going to be looking at it as, like, what the fuck even happened this year? Like, what, what? Yeah. Like, and so I think it gives a lot of teams false hope. Like, the Raiders are have won six games a season. They... Last year, this Raiders team would have won like three games, all right, and they would not have been close. Like, like they would have gotten blown out. Like, it, this Raiders team is bad, Connor. Like, they they are a bad football team. They are they do not look good against bad teams. And so, my thinking is this: like, there's a little bit of false hope because again, going six to nine in a season, it's not horrible. It's not great. You're like, you're you're kind of in the lower middle of the pack. Um, but I think the Raiders are going to look at it and they're saying, say, well, look at all these one-score games. If we can be the Vikings, right, turn all those one-score losses into one-score wins, then we're in the playoffs. But I just don't see that with this team. I don't see Derek Hart, I Not that he can't lead the team, but I think next year we're probably going to get, Connor a more regular year where we have a lot of teams that are – we have some teams that are very good and some teams that are very bad and a few in the middle, right, which is usually how it is. We have a few teams that are very, very strong, then a few teams – right below that, middle tier, and then, and I just don't think the Raiders are one of those teams that is going to turn all these close losses into close wins. I just, I don't see it, because- I think it's interesting, because that's what they've done for so many. That's why Kobe Bryant said
1: Derek Curry is the closest thing to, to the Mamba mentality that there is in the NFL. That is, that's why the, this guy is known as, was known as, making a ton of comebacks for the past few things, ton of game-winning drives behind Tom Brady. He's the guy you think of in the past five years. Uh, and it seems like this year it's not happened. And if we are getting back to a norm, if this is the outlier year, do they get back to that? You make, right. I don't know, three-fourths three of those one-score losses into one-score wins. And this is, a, this is a contending for the division football team.
0: Right. I don't know, it, it's such a weird year, isn't it Connor? Like, again, I don't dislike Derek Carr. I don't love him. And so it's why it's really hard for me to like evaluate him because I think he does have some very good qualities. I think he throws a really nice football, like an underratedly very nice football, right? And I also think he's fairly accurate. He's never he's never thrown like a lot of touchdown passes, but I personally don't really care about that as long as the team is scoring. Right, he's been fairly clutch in those late game drives, but again, like, I mean, this year I wasn't impressed with him. He really did not look that good on the field, um, at least from what I've seen. And it's like, again, you had the talent. I know he was injured. It's like you're always kind of fighting yourself, and it seems like a really even debate, Connor, where it's like, how much of this is on Derek Carr? Well, you can definitely make some arguments for. Hey, listen. This is on Derek Carr. And you can also make some arguments and say, this is not. And so that's why I feel like no one's really been able to settle it because everyone's kind of something like, I think maybe it's just both. I think we can acknowledge that Derek Carr is a decent quarterback. He's, he's good, not great. You know, he's not an elite, but he's good. Right. And the organiz- organization around him is not supporting him as well. Like they do some things while well, they do some things wrong. And so when you kind of have that, I almost feel like you got two things that are dragging him down, and that's kind of why the Raiders are one of the worst-run franchises in the NFL, Connor. I mean, what's your take on that? I would say, yeah, uh, just speaking on Derek, uh, if, I fully expect Tom Brady to be gone from my organization at the end
1: of the year. Yeah, I agree. If, out of every free, Assuming he gets cut, out of all the free-agent quarterbacks that are out there, Uh, I'm taking Derek Carr over all of them, I really think. I mean, what what else are you looking at? Uh, It's Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jimmy G, Teddy Bridgewater, Danny Dimes, Brissett, Gino,
0: Mike White, Heineke. uh, Right. I mean, I I personally – Lamar Jackson, but these are all guys that have started – Andy
1: Dalton, these are all guys that have started – games consistently this season. Jameis Winston, I would take Derek Carr for all of them outside of Lamar, who I think gets resigned anyways, and then Brady.
0: Yeah, I mean I agree, and I think you know when we look at it, it's like you know Carr is definitely going to have options. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna leave your team, you know, in in a year, I think this is one of those better years because you know again, like Brady's your biggest competition, but he's also old. So teams who are Win now are not looking to sign a guy, or or teams who are, like, building for the future aren't looking to sign 46-year-old Brady. And by the way, Brady's not looking to sign with a team that's like, hey, in three years, we're going to be really good. Like, it's just not something he's going to do. So, I, I mean, it's tough to say. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know, Connor. It's so weird because he, I mean, he's led his team to win games, but he also has like seven, he has 80 losses in his career, which is crazy. I mean, that's wild. That's wild. He's seven, Connor, he's 17 games below 500 or 16. And I know, I I don't even, I don't like looking at quarterback wins, win losses. Like, I don't think it matters that much. But at the same time, I mean, when you lose that many more games and you win, that's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's interesting. All right, Connor, final thoughts on Derek Carr. What, what? I mean, what do you expect from him for the rest of this season? Obviously, probably not much. Um, but kind of next season and in the future, I mean, what, what is your overall take? Some, sum up your view on Derek Carr in five words or less
1: skill level should be consistent pro bowler
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: Uh, i just think he should for the rest of it he should uh, unless
0: he's in a really
1: bad situation which i mean he'd have to sign off on really uh, i think he should be a consistent pro bowler with the the talent he has to play up to that obviously but he should be a consistent pro bowler yeah
0: yeah, I mean it's interesting. What do you what do you think about him next season? I mean, where if you if you not 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 as a Bucks fan, just as an NFL fan, where would you think he would go? Um, I'd say the most
1: likely spot I feel like is the Raiders. In all honesty, I think they're having the option um, here of keeping him, uh, but I'm looking at the Jets could definitely be an option mm-hmm. as a team that it feels like the rest of the roster is
0: good. Um, they're just missing quarterback. Yeah. Um, the Colts have obviously liked their, their veteran guys. He'd give them, I'd say, similar. He'd probably be the best quarterback since Andrew Luck. Oh, right? yeah. I'd say. Absolutely. I agree. Um,
1: Philip Rivers is one year. He might have similar production of Philip Rivers one year. Uh, I think the Bucks are up there. I think if the Giants want to go for someone else other than Daniel Jones, but probably not since they're going to be a playoff team this year. Uh, but if they did, I think Derek has an option um Tennessee for sure uh Brian Tannehill who knows uh injury prone Leak Willis doesn't look great
0: uh hey maybe Josh Dobbs lights it up tonight though who knows also also Todd Downing and Derek Carr were both with the Raiders for a few years that's true including Eric Carr's what
1: do you say top five MVP campaign um, so that's certainly interesting if he has his choice he might he might do that uh those are the main guys uh yeah there's the main guys that come to mind maybe atlanta uh as they seem desperate to find a quarterback but who knows
0: yeah i mean connor it's gonna be interesting for sure i i i don't know man i really i just i don't know what's gonna happen but it should be interesting all right connor thank you for joining us here today on the master plan thank you all for listening to another episode appreciate it we'll have more out soon thank you all for listening and have a great day
1: the game on the line one shot who would you rather have taking it iggy or curry of everyone on golden state open shot fate of the universe on the line or the martians have the death beam pointed at earth you better hit it i want Iguadala.